Hey everyone, welcome to Trips Tennis Talk, the amateur podcast about professional tennis. Let's see, let's do a time check. The current time for me is 8.47pm, and that means it is 4.47am Thursday morning in London. This is a better late than never edition of the pod. And I would like to do something a little bit different with today's podcast. And I'm going to go a little personal. I'll tell you a personal story today that kind of relates to the tennis. So I did not watch any tennis today as of now. I might have time to watch some replays, but I'm not really big into replays. You either watch it or you don't. But I, I, there's two things I want to talk about here. Number one, why I missed tennis in the first half of the day. And number two, why I missed tennis in the second half of the day, but the rebound that was kind of there. Okay, so let's get into it. So, you know, I'm in the market. I'm out, Let's say I'm in the job market right now. And I had a job interview this morning. And... From my side, I thought I was a I could have done a better job answering the questions. It was a Zoom interview. And let's talk about that. For me, it wasn't so much the content of my answers cuz at this point I kind of, you know, you kind of know what your responses are going to be. The knowledge from my previous jobs is in my head. It's just a matter of accessing that information and deploying that information in a presentable way in the moment. And I thought any problems that I might have had or felt in my performance today, it was phys- it was about physicality. It was about mental preparation. It was about time of day, time of week. These are these are all interesting things. The place and location. So I've had a couple interviews already. And for those interviews, I've driven to the physical location and done it that way. And when you do that, your mind, that's the only thing that it's thinking about. And you have many hours to focus on that, to shift into that. It becomes your entire life. And... When you're in those places, you're there on business. And the first interview that I had a couple weeks ago now, I didn't arrive as early as I would have liked. And I felt rushed going into that first one. And a change that I made for the second one was I wanted to get to the interview really early to be to become comfortable with the surroundings as much as I could. And obviously there's still high nerves and all this stuff. But for for the 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 second interview that I had, I got there an hour before in my full garb and even if I just hung out in the car for a while, just sitting there, being there, getting comfortable with the physical stuff. And then after a certain point, you calm down enough 
to where you have the presence of mind to be able to stop thinking about the extra stuff and start thinking about your answers. And that brings me to today. Today I had an interview on Zoom. This materialized in the last two days. On Monday they called and said the interview was going to be today. And there was a couple things. Me personally, I was a little bit concerned about having a morning interview slot coming off the 4th of July. So that was definitely in my head. I was concerned that I wouldn't be in the right frame of mind or that I wasn't focusing enough on it because I didn't want to, you know, sacrifice my holiday. Like, imagine if you had an interview on December 26th. Would that change what you did the previous day? You know, maybe a little, but, you know, in my head, I did do a little bit of thinking about it yesterday, but in my head, I thought, I'm going to study for a couple hours in the morning, and then I'm going to be comfortable with it. And you know what? I think that was mostly correct. I think I made the right call on that. I think the the that was not the primary source of discomfort. So in the end, I think my concern was unwarranted. I think I was ready for it, you know, in terms of date and time. In the end, I don't really think that's what the issue was in the moment for me. And that brings me to the main issue here, which is doing remote interviews. Being on Zoom is tough when you're in a situation like this. Number one... I had not been on Zoom in over a year, maybe, certainly for work. Actually, I should take that back. I've actually done Zooms for this show, for this podcast, but this this is totally different. This was in a different spot in my house. This was on a different device, because a little inside note here, my desktop computer, which I'm sitting at now, does not have a webcam. So the Zooms that I've done for this show that you've heard with Matt Zemek and Tammy and others, they haven't seen me because I don't have a webcam. And, you know, obviously for a situation like this, that was going to be no good. So I used my iPad, and I've done that before when I was getting my um, certifications, shall we say, in 2020 for my uh, current line of work, you know, being on university, going to university classes, they were all remote at that time because of the pandemic. So, but you know, that's obviously a completely different situation. In that situation, you're sitting and listening a lot. Sure, you're talking sometimes, but that's definitely not the focal point of the of the session. And we're not talking about livelihoods on the line and stuff like that. In this situation, in a job interview situation, you are. So just the, the things that threw me off, worrying about how does your hair look, worrying about what does your background look like. I, you know, I took the time to make sure that my background looked nice. I picked up all my crap so it wasn't in the shot. Um, I was in a part of the house that did not have a distracting background. Um, something I was thinking of, the, the spot where I did it, I was not sitting in a chair. 
I was sitting on the floor, and in the interview, I don't th- that doesn't make that much of a difference. I don't think that that didn't that didn't come up at all. But just from my perspective, it's a different physical thing that you're doing, sitting cross-legged on the floor in your house is not the same thing as sitting in a chair. In my last interview, I was in a conference room and I was sitting in a big chair at the head of the table talking to this panel. And when you compare that situation to the situation I was in today, it's just... I I hadn't prepared for that. I hadn't considered how that would make me feel today and that affected my answers. I think... And just also, there was an air conditioning unit right next to my head. It was blowing my hair. I was thinking about that. Um, I was worrying about the sound it was going to make. I was worrying, was I going to start sweating on camera? Um, you know, making sure your device is fully charged. And it was, at, it was at 100%. That wasn't an issue. But it's something you have to think about. And all this stuff, it's not about the job. And even during the interview, there were a couple times when their questions cut out, and I couldn't hear what they asked, and I had to ask them to repeat it. And that just, it just throws your rhythm off. It just threw me off. I was just off in my mind. So my main takeaway from today, from my end, is I did not prepare physically for the physical things that that a Zoom interview would entail. I just thought, oh, great, we'll just do it, whatever. I should have given that more thought because because I was thinking thinking about all those other things, that didn't that uh, affected my performance. Um, and uh, I th- think. Oh, yeah, and one more thing. So the interview was at a certain time, and I, I, I logged on 10 minutes early, and you have to wait for the host on the other end to, to start the meeting. And during that time, I couldn't even see my camera. So I'm, I, didn't, I didn't have a chance beforehand to make the shot look good and all this stuff. And then the time for the interview came, and something came up on the screen where it said, your host has logged on, they can see that you're there. And the whole thing about the host running the meeting, that, that robs me of some control, because you have to depend on somebody else in that moment to get the conference call going. And the whole perception of, oh, there's a, there, there's a problem with the conference call, what if I'm a, a minute late on a Zoom call because something happened, but I was ready half an hour before that? Does this affect my candidacy? What does this mean? And the time came, and that message popped up. The host is on. They can see that you're there. I waited for a minute. Nothing happened. I waited for another minute. Nothing happened. And I kind of thought, oh, shit. Is something happening here? So then, like, there was a button on Zoom. I just decided to hit that button, and then that button tapped me through to the main Zoom interface, and I logged on to the meeting, and the other 
people that the the two people that were on that panel, they were there, and that that was just that's a byproduct of not being on Zoom a lot recently. Um, and again, none of this stuff, and you know, the interview started and it went fine. It was okay from there. None none of that stuff had a bearing on the, you know, I don't think they were writing in a notebook. This guy was 42 seconds late for a Zoom call because he didn't hit this button. I don't think that's what happened at all. But just all that combined, it was it was a huge distracting. It was very distracting to me, and that made me really uncomfortable. And to to, to kind of connect this to tennis, tennis comes down to: Are you comfortable or are you not? If you're uncomfortable, you really struggle out there. And if you're comfortable, everything is flowing. And in my last interview that I did, I I thought I correctly anticipated a lot of that sort of extra stuff. And that allowed me to be very comfortable. And on this one, I encountered some different situations on my end. Had nothing to do with them or the interview itself. But just the circumstances leading up to it, I didn't think that through enough, and that affected my performance. Now, hopefully they didn't notice. That is the key to all of this, right? You don't want... And it's happened before, where I've been sharply critical of myself, and other people have kind of told me to sort of take it easy a little bit, and don't worry about it, it was fine. So hopefully... That was this. That was the case here, um, but this is the first one where, on my end, I did not maximize my performance. So that was over. Still fairly early in the day, and you know, I kind of went into a little spiral a little bit. You know, thinking about it, uh, having a hard time letting it go. And there's two ways this has gone. In the past, and what I've done frequently, is you just kind of give up on the whole day. You just let it go. You do nothing. You you eat a bunch of crap. You don't do anything. You don't be productive. You waste your time. And today, I didn't want to do that. After a point, it's really hard to stop that once you've started going down that path, especially within the same day. And it probably took me four hours to really get over it. And in that four-hour stretch, I did not do much. That was about 12 to 4, my time today. And... um, But... I had the desire and the knowledge that just because uh, a portion of your day is bad, that does not mean the next portion has to be bad. And working on meditation over the last year with Headspace, that has been a help. And just kind of my personality in general, like I know that, or I've kind of realized that over the last several years, that... You can reboot your day at any point in that day if you really want to. You can make it happen. 
And today, it was really important because I did make that happen. About 4 o'clock, I got off my butt and I started to do stuff. And then I got on a roll. And in the end, I think I've had a good day over the last four or five hours. And now here I am doing this. So these four or five hours, you know, in the in, a, in another version of today that could have happened, I could have gone off and not done anything, and I could still be mentally where I was nine hours ago. But I decided to be positive and to move on from it, and here we are. Now I'm doing a bunch of different stuff, and I've moved on from it, and I'm getting stuff done now. So, uh... That's my story for the day. Zoom sucks. And, uh, oh boy, those in-person interviews, they really do work. <sighs> and it's just a different set of circumstances. Um, Zoom is something you have to take seriously. And doing interviews from your house is just different. It's just tough. Your mind is just in a different place. Subconsciously, you know, driving three hours to do a job interview, your mind is in a place. Hanging around the house and sitting down to do an interview in your house, it's just a completely different mindset. It just is. There's nothing anybody can do about it. You can try to guard against it. You can try to fight it. But it's incredibly difficult to overcome that. And uh, that's something I'm going to have to think about in the future. Tennis! So all that to say, that is why I did not watch any of the tennis today. It it would be a waste of time to try to say stuff about it. I'm not going to do that. Um, In yesterday's pod, I said there was a chance that today could be completely dry. Hey, guess what? That chance didn't happen. There was a bunch of rain today. And a bunch of the matches still didn't get done. So just for time reasons, I'm just going to read out the matches that did get done today. That that were fully completed. First round. Collins beat Grebert 6-4-6-4. Alexandrova beat Navarro 6-4-6-3. Ostapenko beat Minin 6-1-6-2. In an upset, Vesely beat Seb Korda, 7-6-4-6-6-2-6-3. Milos Raonic got a nice win, beat Denis Novak, 6-7-6-4-7-6-6-1. Potapova beat Naif, 6-3-6-3. And Driva beat, beat Wong, 6-4-3-6-7-5. Sarundalo beat Borgs, 5-7-6-3-6-3-6-4. Borgs got injured in that match, but finished it. Badosa defeated grass court specialist Risk Amritraj, 6-3-6-3. Fuchvich beat Talon Griekspor, 6-4-6-2-6-4. Sloan Stevens beat Peterson, 6-2-6-3. Pea defeated Cincinnati champ and top 16 seed Borna Chorich, 6-3-7-5-4-6-3-6-6-1. Ben Shelton beat Taro Daniel, 6-4-6-3-3-6-4-6-6-3. Six, 
Lehechka beat Offner, 6-4-6-4-6-4. Yuvan beat Betova, 6-love-6-3. Korpach beat Zhao, 1-6-6-4-6-2. Christian beat Bronzetti, 6-3-6-4. Sefulian beat Bautista Agut, 2-6-7-6-6-7-6-4-7-5. Cornet beat Hibino, 6-2-6-2. Hessler beat Watanuki. Oh, that one didn't finish. Okay, you're going to skip that. Barrer beat Harris. 7-5, 6-7, 7-5, 6 Ivashka beat Coria. 4-6, love Kirstea beat Maria, who had a run here last year. 6-1, Mayot beat Bonzi. 6-3-6-4-7-5. Tomova beat Para. 6-7-6-3-6-3. Stricker beat Popperin. 3-6-6-3-6-2. Brengel beat Arani. 6-3-6-1. Manrino beat Sevchenko. 6-3-6-3-6-2. Court 6. Contivate beat Stefanini, 6-4-6-4. So Contivate's career continues. Gracheva beat uh, Georgie, 6-2-6-4. Giron beat Delian, 7-6-6-4-6-4. Blinkova beat Wickmeyer, 6-2-4-6-6-3. Koshiretto beat Osorio, 6-3-6-4. Muller beat Rinderneck, 7-6-1-6-6-3-6-4. Eubanks beat Montero, 4-6-7-5-7-5-6-3. Vekic beat Zhang, 6-2-6-3. Bai beat Bonaventure, 7-6-6-1. Paul beat Moshizuki, 7-5-6-3-6-1. Dimitrov beat Shimabukuru, 6-1-6-2-6-1. There were some protesters on the court in that one. Bolter beat Saville, 7-6-6-2. Stevanovich beat Pliskova. Oh, that's, I didn't see that. 6-2-6-3. Haddad uh, Maya beat Putinseva, 3-6, 6-love, 6-4. Shapovalov beat Radu Albot. Five seven six four six two six two. Tiafo beat Wu seven six six three six four. Runa beat Lofhagen seven six six three six two. Keys beat Kartal six love six three. Kostiak beat Sakari love six seven five six two. Number eight seed is out after winning a first set bagel. Yikes. Fritz beat Hompfman, 6-4-2-6-4-6-7-5-6-3. It is his time indeed. Sitsipas beat Team, 3-6-7-6-6-2-6-7-7-6. That was a good one there. Shame I didn't get to see it. Medvedev beat Ferry. 7-5-6-4-6-3. Krejcikova beat Watson, 6-2-7-5. Second round, Sinner beat Schwartzman, 
756162. First round, Jerry beat Cressy, 6776 I believe that was the first all-tiebreak match since uh, Sampras Agassi, 2001, was it? U.S. Open, maybe? Maybe I got the year wrong. Matt Zemek had that stat. Kasatkina beat Jody Burridge, 6-love, six 6-2. That's a yikes for the uh, tournament organizers on that one. Sviantek beat Cerebes Tormo, 6-2, 6-love. Djokovic beat Thompson, 6-3, 7-6, Kvitova defeated Paulini, 6-4, 6-7, And there was a great post on Twitter that had a stat. I'm going to go get that really quick here. All right. Here it is. So, players in the third round, four. Players in the second round, 103. Players yet to finish round one, 18. Players yet to start round one, 14. So that means that after three days of play, uh, seven matches have not yet even hit a ball, which is uh, tough. But that's the deal with the rain. And on days like that, you have to take special note of uh, what the match is, what the round of the match is. That brings us to the order of play for day four, Thursday, July 6th. Center court, 1.30 p.m. local start, the usual slot. Kasper, these are all second rounds. Casper Ruud versus Liam Brody. Elena Rabakina versus Elise Cornet. Stefanos Tsitsipas versus Andy Murray. Court 1, 1 p.m. start, the usual time. First round, Alexander Zverev versus Jills Brower. That one hasn't even started yet. Second round, Donna Vekic versus Sloane Stevens. Second round, Jessica Pagula versus Christina Buksha. Number 2 court. These are all second rounds, 11 a.m. start. Elise Mertens versus Elina Svitolina. Andre Rublev versus Aslan Karatsev. Brenda Bencic versus Danielle Collins. Daniil Medvedev versus Adrian Manorino. Manorino might win that match. You heard that here first. To quote Ricky Diamond, Manorino on grass is just different. Court three. Second round, Thomas Martin Echeverry versus Stan Vavrinka. If Stan wins that one, it'll be Djokovic Vavrinka round three. Uh, first round, resumption, Victoria Golubic versus Anna Karolina Schmidlova to finish. Second round, Caroline Garcia versus Leila Fernandez. Second round, Grigor Dimitrov versus Ilya Ivashka. Court 12. Carolina Muhova versus Yula Niemeyer. That's a first round. First round resumption. Matteo Berrettini versus Lorenzo Sinego. That one is still not done. Ladies, er, second round. Victoria Tomova versus Katie Bolter. Second round. Francis Tiafo versus Dominic Stricker. And court 18. Second round. Hubert Herkoc versus Jan Choinsky. First round, resumption, Alex Damonar versus Kimmer Kopians. Second round, Marie Buskova versus Annette Kontevate. 
Second round, Taylor Fritz versus Mikhail Ymir. And then there's uh, several singles on the outside courts as well. All right. That is going to do it. Thanks for listening to my personal monologue earlier. But uh, that is why I was not uh, either able to watch the tennis or was not into it later on in the day. That's going to do it for today. Thanks for listening.